From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of March 29th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Back in the peanut gallery, Teresa Eccles, Scott Smith, Max the Intern, and our friend Matt Dubrovlowski, uh joining us from New Jersey, more or less, New Jersey slash Orlando. Um... Uh, this week, uh, Julie Martin is going to discuss her experiences at Epcot with little ones. Now that she's getting more and more experience in this particular uh, in this particular area, uh, the whitest guy in the room, Scott Smith, is going to talk about uh, Viva La Musica uh, at SeaWorld. Uh, Actually, plus, he's the only one of us with a tan. <laughs> <laughs> plus, our Disneyland team has their the latest edition of their show, and we're going to take your questions. In our Facebook to Facebook segment, all that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, nice to be back. Nice to have a full house, with the exception of Walter, of course, who's who's sick. It's his turn to be sick this mm. week. Um, but uh, you know, nice to see everybody. It's been it's been a while. It's been a crazy year. It has mm-hmm. been. I think I've been sick more than I've been well. Oh, it's been year. it's been awful. It's been all my mother and my brother are so sick right now. This is my fourth cold. So if I cough incessantly, I apologize. At some point, we're just going to have to say, you know, we, 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 we get together whether we're sick or not. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I haven't been sick, so stay no, away from me. <laughs> you haven't had any of it? No. Wow. Come here. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was talking to my mother about that last last week that when we were kids, she never got sick. She's like, I couldn't get I sick. Think it's also because you, if your kids are sick a lot, I think your immune system just becomes kind mm-hmm. of built in tune with theirs. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just doesn't well, affect you. You, you got to keep also, moving no matter what. I also take something called Sambucol if I do start to feel Sambuca? like I'm like, Yeah, I, no. I used to take Sambuca. Three <laughs> coffee beans. Put it in your it's, coffee. <laughs> it's made from elderberries. It's all natural. And um, another, actually another mom, Jen Dalton, uh, she's a listener, recommended it to me. And it works. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I mean, we live in a bubble. We don't see anybody or do anything. Well, that's that's the problem is that we all work out. from home. So the the minute you come in contact with another human being, then you know, you're you get the plague. <laughs> but um, all right, couple things in uh, it affects my elderberries. <laughs> <laughs> couple things in housekeeping. First, I want to mention that uh, uh, we have uh, a, uh, an item up for auction for our Give Kids the World Power of Ten uh, effort. Um, this is the beginning of me putting up a whole bunch of stuff, uh, stuff that we got uh, on the Disney Dream when we were on the inaugural cruise, as well as me selling off all my stuff. I'm going to be, uh, throughout the year, I'm going to be auctioning off a lot of pieces, the vast majority of the stuff that I have in my own private collection uh, to raise money for Give Kids the World. Uh, the first item we've put up for auction is a um, replica, a bronze replica of the Keel Coin. That was laid on the Disney Dream when she was built. This was given out uh, one per stateroom, I believe, uh, on the inaugural cruise. And uh, really cool coin. Um, so that's the first auction that's going to be running until 
I want to say April 3rd or 4th. I'm going to have a link to it in the show notes page. And, uh, you know, as one auction ends, we're going to put another one up. And we've got a bunch of stuff coming up for auction. So, um, What are you planning? you plan one-week auctions for everything? Uh, I think 10 days. 10 days. Give, give it a chance to get some traction, you know, raise some money. And, and this is for charity, guys. This is for 100%. Goes right to give kids the world. There's no middleman on this. This is done through eBay's uh, Giving Works program, and we set 100% of the sale price of the item goes directly to give kids the world. So this is for charity. We're not. If you're looking for deals, you know this is not what we're doing. So uh, the starting price on this particular auction is $150 for the uh, for the Keel coin. Um, especially for the rare items, we're going to put them. We're going to put a starting bid uh, there. You know, going to be kind of higher. So, but uh, we'll have a link to that in the show notes page. Podcast If you're not familiar with our Power of Ten effort, uh, this is something we are doing to raise money for Give Kids the World. We are looking for ten thousand people who are willing to commit to asking ten friends. To raise ten dollars, very simple, uh, to give kids the world. If we can do that, if we can accomplish that goal, one million dollars is what we'll raise for Give Kids the World. This is an amazing organization. We have a link on the show notes page to Give Kids the World and the Power of Ten, so you can find out more about what we're doing. Really uh, encourage you. Any way you can help. If you don't want to go out and get the ten friends, then put a bid in uh, for one of the auction items we we put up. Uh, money is money. I don't care how we get it to give kids the world. Did you read the post on the boards about the woman who, at their office, they have casual Fridays, but also their HR department lets them do casual days for charity so people can donate a certain amount of money and get a sticker that says, today I'm allowed to go casual, and that money goes to a charity that the person initiates, and she raised $750 for Give Kids the World. Wow. Unbelievable. incredible? Isn't that cool? I think if you want to go casual, you should give me money. Now, I I, I, I want to point out, this is what I wanted. This is exactly what I wanted with this event, with this this, uh, project, was for people to come up with these ideas. I don't care how we, as long as it's legal and no one gets hurt, I don't care how we get the money to give kids the world. I don't. I'm even a little flexible on those terms. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and so people coming up with ideas, this is how you can help. This is how you can help. And what she said was, it seemed easier to get $5 out of people than mm-hmm. 10 So even then... All right, if we can find 20,000 people to get 5 bucks, I'm good with that. So it was $750 and 5 bucks a pop. That's pretty impressive. We went to a Perkins, and they had like a little bookcase with previously read books that you could buy, and that money went to give kids the world. So, you know, people could have that, like, in the back of their churches or... Garage sale. Meeting places, yeah. And, again, I mean, I bought half a dozen books, and I've gone back several times, so... Yeah, John, you're moving. You should have a garage sale and donate it all to give kids the world. Have you ever had a garage sale? Yes, I have. I I, I will give you the money I would raise (laughs) in a garage sale to not do it. (laughs) (laughs) We have a funny story about a garage sale. Go ahead. Uh, Corey and I just put stuff on the street and people take it. Mm-hmm. We had a garage sale once, and we had old 
disgusting frying pans. The Teflon ones where the Teflon was all scraped up. And we had them for like, what, 25 cents? Uh Uh-huh. And they were just out there. And some woman comes up and says, I'll give you a nickel for your frying pan. Oh, my God. They're going to haggle on the quarter? (laughs) (laughs) And Kevin went carnival ape crazy. (laughs) What did you say to her? This was on a, I think this was on a Friday, and I told her, no, frying pans usually sell best on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn. I Everyone a, knows that Saturday is frying pan day, <laughs> is what he said to her. I had, a, you know, the disposable rolls of scotch tape. I'm not mm-hmm. talking the desk set roll. Yeah. The little plastic one with an open back on it. I was taping prices to stuff, and a man walks up in with the, my roll of tape and says, how much do you want for those? I'm like... Will you give me the tape? <laughs> just get away from me. Go away. I'm throwing this crap away, and I'll just give money to charity. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It just... I had a lady one time. I sold a jigsaw puzzle for a dime. Three days later, she came back to my house and wanted her dime back. No. She had put the puzzle together, and there was a piece missing. So I said, well, I'm going to give you a penny, because you've already used nine cents of it. Oh, my God. And I think to myself... I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just not cut out for it. You don't. You really don't want to come to my garage. <laughs> well, I'll we throw had, something out before I'll sell it for a dime. We know? had one yeah. before we moved <laughs> down here. And then Goodwill and most of those places are very picky about whatever doesn't sell and you want to donate. Then you have to go and take all those stickers back off. And to me, it was like, you know, was it even worth having this? Because now it was like double work. I had to put the stickers on. And I have to take the stickers <laughs> off before somebody will take it. Well, I just, you know, I, I want to encourage right. people to come up with your own ideas. Um, uh, for for doing this and and uh, let us know let us know what you're doing um, so we can share it with other people you can go to the Power of 10 website which is Power of 10 that's 10.us uh, sign up for the forums there share those ideas on the Power of 10 forums um, so uh, we're, 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 we're looking to hear anything you've got uh, any ideas you have uh, things that you can do uh, where you work, where you live, where you play uh, any anything and everything helps. There's no idea too stupid. There's no effort too small. Anything that we can do to raise money uh, to help these kids get the experience of coming to Disney World, something we take for granted, a lot of us. Um, and uh, that's what we're trying to do here. So uh, podcast.wdwinfo.com, you'll find links to all this stuff. So we have that. Uh, another thing I want to mention in housekeeping is a couple months ago I did my review of uh, Port Orleans French Quarter, <clears throat> and uh, we weren't kind. Uh, now, I have not spoken to this woman yet, but I just wanted to let everyone know that Port Orleans has contacted me. Oh, good. Um, to see what, uh, you know, to talk about what happened and to see what they can do to make it right. Um, so I wanted to get, I, I wanted to make, I, she called me a couple weeks ago. I haven't gotten back mm. to her yet. But I will, and I just wanted to make that clear that someone from Port Orleans has contacted me because she heard the show. I'm bothered by the fact that it wasn't because I asked to speak to somebody when I was at the resort who never called me. But at least, you know, the effort was made. So I just wanted to go ahead and and mention that. And finally, for me, uh, Andy Johnson, our friend from Discover Epcot, who has visited the show every so often, put out the coolest video uh, this week. Um, it's Epcot in a tour of Epcot in like 5,150 oh, pictures. Him. Okay. It's a st- It's basically, they took like over 5,000 photographs um, of Andy going through the park 
and it looks like stop motion animation. Well, it is stop motion animation. And it is unreal. I mean, I think Andy put it up like on Monday and we're rec- or on Sunday. We're recording this on Tuesday. And it's got already over 17,000 views. Um, and Andy's so excited. Mm-hmm. Andy's so excited about this. And uh, got to see if we can get him on the show uh, in the next couple of weeks. But uh, I wanted to let everybody know about it. We'll put a link to that in the show notes page as well. Uh, incredible video. And what's really cool is, is he's going through the different sections of the park. Uh, he's playing the music for that section of the park. So when he goes through Canada, it's Canada's music. When he goes to the UK, it's it's that music. It's really cool. It was really, really well mm-hmm. done, really creative. And uh, I know Andy's remarkably proud of it and really happy that people are watching it and giving him some great uh, some great feedback on it. He's actually a very talented uh very talented guy with this stuff. He's done some really ta- some really cool stuff. That was stuff. the real tall guy that was here. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Epcot is his lover. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember him. <laughs> so, so that's all I've got for housekeeping. Anybody else? I just want to uh, say again, we announced this on last week's show, but we have a date for Podcast Cruise 4.0, December eighth, two thousand and twelve. It's a seven night Disney fantasy sailing. Um, one of the things that we found is this is actually cheaper than our five-night sailing for Podcast Cruise 3.0. <laughs> so more nights. More nights, less money. Less money. Um, filling up fast. We yeah, I know. It's going like crazy. It is. We're going to cap it again. The magic number is about 400. This is because we figured out that we can get any venue on the ship with 400 people, so we wouldn't be so restricted in what we can do and where we can do it. So if you're interested in Podcast Cruise 4.0, we'll put a um, link to it in the show notes page, but also check out the podcast board. There's a thread about it with details and a link to the booking engine for that with pricing. Awesome. Can I just tell you that I have... No. Okay, (laughs) never mind then. (laughs) I have two spaces available. For? Our London Paris. Oh, for Paris. Okay. We were holding two spaces for someone who was a maybe. I, I have two spaces left. It's our London Paris Adventures by Disney trip. This is an exclusive trip in more ways than one. Not only is it just for our group uh, with Adventures by Disney, but uh, it's also um, a Disneyland Paris add-on with this trip that includes the guides, the Adventures by Disney guides, which is not done. This was done. This was put together especially and specifically for us. So, and this is going to be so cool. I cannot wait. I, I got to get my airfare though. You have to get your airfare for April. Also, I know, I know, I know, I know. Which is eighteen days away. I know, I know, I know. You haven't gotten your April airfare yet. No, I haven't. I wouldn't worry about London <laughs> and Paris right this minute. I know, I know. Shut up. I think there's a couple of you in the room who don't have airfare yet. I, they'll get it. The way they're going to get there. Don't worry. <laughs> Thelma, Louise. <laughs> Are you concerned? We'll take the car. I'm just going to say, put the top down. If you guys get Brad Pitt to go, I'll go on the road trip. Okay. Brad Pitt from the 80s, though. Yes. Not Brad Pitt with the orphanage. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <sighs> All right, anything else for housekeeping? i got to move away from that as quickly as possible. <laughs> going once, going twice. Johnny with the news. 
Um, I just want to say before I go into the news, the news is a little depressing this week. No Every story. Way. I try to at least well, have one or two nice stories. These are all sad stories. Bring out your dad. So if you have little ones with sensitive ears or you don't want to hear sad you stories. You gotta let him have coffee again before yeah, the show. He's a little wound up. We drove the convertible here. So, he's a little... so I just want to give that warning ahead of time. Our first news story is Disney Cruise Worker Search Continues. As first reported by a poster on Disboards.com, a Disney Cruise Line cast member went missing on March 22, 2003, while on board the Disney Wonder. 2003? 2011. (laughs) She'd been gone a long time. This isn't funny. Don't make fun of it. I'm not. The crew crew member was not making fun of the story, making fun of you. I know, that's why I was trying to get around. The crew member was later identified as 24-year-old Rebecca Coriam. Disney Cruise Line ship was on a seven-night Mexican Riviera sailing at the time and was at sea on the days when Rebecca was reported missing. Rebecca was last seen on board the Disney Wonder on Tuesday, March 21st. She reportedly made a phone call to her friend that day but never showed up for work with the youth program. According to two DizBoards.com posters who claimed to have been on the sailing at that time, Rebecca was paged several times over the ship's intercom system. This was followed by an announcement that the crew would start a ship-wide search. Disney Cruise Line representatives issued a statement saying that they will assist with all the appropriate authorities and that they have searched the entire ship multiple times, most recently on Saturday. We've been doing everything possible to find Rebecca, Christy Irwin Donan, a spokeswoman for Disney, said. Rebecca's disappearance has been difficult for everyone at Disney Cruise Line. We've been in close contact with the Corium family, and we're assisting them in any way we can. Returning passengers said they were told during the cruise Miss Corium was missing and were asked to keep an eye out for her. The Mexican Navy and the U.S. Coast Guard are involved in the search. So there's still no report, like they're not pronouncing that she's dead. There's nothing like that. They're still nope. just searching. As they have no moment, idea what happened to her. Yep. Yeah. Searching for Don't her. you think, though, Disney knows much more than what they're saying? Of course, of course they do. And I'm sure the family knows more. I hope that the family yeah. knows. The last, you know, I mean, the last thing we want to do is speculate and right. try to figure out I'm what's being going. really flip about this, but it's just, it's, it's horrible. It's a horrible yeah. story. It's a well, horrible we know story. that Disney Cruise Line has cameras on all over that ship, especially uh, down the balconies and down the sides of the ship. And I'm sure that they have something that they might not be sharing at the moment and Authorities might have something they might be sharing at the moment, but I think at this point it, it's between Disney and the family, and then once mm. they get some kind of answers, then they can tell everybody else. But for all those that's people, the way it should be. But for everybody that's demanding information, or you have no right to demand anything. Right. Shut the hell up! Shut the hell up! These people on the boards. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble here, but you open the door, Kathy. I'm going to kick it open the rest of the way. The, some of the stuff that went on on that thread, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. You don't have a right to any information at all. None whatsoever. It's none of your damn business. I agree. This is, the, this is the business of the family, not yours. And I can't stand it. I, it just drives me up a wall. Some of the people on these boards who think they have the right to know everything. You don't have the right to know crap. And some of the stuff that went on with this thread, you know what? You're everything that's wrong with the internet. And these are the days I see stuff like some of the stuff that went on that thread. Those are the days I look and I say, I never should have started these boards. That's how I feel personally. 
in it, addition to uh, to feeling sorry for like the the family and friends, I do feel sorry for the the crew members who are dealing with this. Um, Currently, but also for all the future cruises where guests are going to be asking questions. Yeah. So, did you know her? Did you? Do you? What do you think of what about what happened? This is going to go on, and, and that's, because they that's don't a have the, they don't have time to stop and grieve, or exactly uh, they still have to put on the brave face right. for right. the guests that are on yep. the ship. And the people worried about going on future cruises and the, their safety and all that's that really. I don't think it has anything to do with this. No. This is a this is a story that touches all of us for many reasons. Not only has it affected something that we love, Disney Cruise Line, but it's also a, a personal human interest story. And I know why we're interested in it. We're all hoping for a good outcome. Mm-hmm. We're all hoping for because some closure so, to it. I, I think the vast majority of people, but I think there are the tragedy porn queens out there that just love to hear anything at all that's negative. To hear and and just it's it, it's like watching a train wreck. Do you think it's better because it's Disney? The negativity is better because it's Disney. No, I think it's worse. No, I mean, do you think they feel it's better to feel that hear that negativity because it's a? a I don't know. Product? I don't know. It's funny. I just read an article about this recently. After what happened to Japan, after a while, I mean, you've watched the news and you see those horrible, horrible images, and after a while, you have to pull away from it because you start to feel that. I've seen this image enough that now if I watch it again, it, it's it's almost obscene. Mm-hmm. I want, And I just want to be clear. I'm not saying everybody on that thread are pigs. Just the ones we had to delete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some pretty nasty comments. There was some, and that's what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not, so I, I just want to be, I, I want to be clear that I'm not talking about, if your post wasn't deleted, I'm not talking about you. But if your post was deleted, I am talking about you. And there was a, there was a good, what, a couple of dozen posts on that thread we had to delete? Some people were making nasty jokes. I mean, horrible. I, I, I don't, horrible even, I don't even want to repeat what they were mm-hmm. saying. But, yeah, they, they, it's not censorship. We're trying to – this is – Oh, it is censorship, but it's perfectly legitimate censorship. These are privately owned forums, and they're privately owned by me. And we will determine, or the people I put in charge will determine what – is appropriate for those boards. I think we need to also remember that she was a youth counselor. She worked with a lot of young people. So more than likely, you know, some of these kids on the ship, their parents had to sit down with them and, you know, explain, like, you know, what happened and, and why she's not going to be there today. Right. You know, she's somebody who probably touched a lot of young lives. So I think a lot of young people are going to be affected by this, and they're, they're also grieving. But there are know? people who are, who are talking about, you know, should I worry about putting my kids in the kids' club? You know, it, There's some weird hyperbole out there. There really it? is. And and this is what I, I'm talking about. Just, first of all, how, how long has Disney Cruise Line been sailing now? 12 years? Never had an issue. We've never was had it an 98? issue. 98? It's mm-hmm. actually 13, and I think. This is a remarkably personal event. It did not affect, they did not harm a child. No child was ever put in harm's way. At no point in time was anybody's safety or well-being threatened. We don't know what happened to this girl. Exactly. Any number of things could have happened to this girl. Um, I'm hoping they find her safe and living in Cabo, you know, mm-hmm. and that she just decided, I don't want to be on the ship anymore. I'm really hoping mm-hmm. that's what it is. But we don't know. So we can't speculate and we can't. You know, but to say, you know, should I worry about my kids in the kids' clubs? Of course not. Of course not. 
And I don't know. I don't know. This is just a, the story disturbs me on so many levels. It's not funny. But All right. Let's move on to our next happy story. Uh, what else you got for me? Walt Disney World monorail crash lawsuit dismissed. The lawsuit filed against the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida following a deadly monorail crash in July 2009 has been dismissed. Austin Winnenberg, 21, was killed when a monorail train backed into the front of the train he was driving. Details of the dismissal were not made public. Walt Disney World spokesman Brian Millenius says, The case has been settled to the party's satisfaction. The terms of the settlement are confidential. Because they knew they were going to lose. Mm-hmm. They knew they were going to lose. And, you know, look, if, if it makes, if it helps in some small way to make that boy's mother whole, great. Right. Great. It doesn't. Uh, it, well, I'm saying in some small way. In some small way. Um, but, of course, it can't replace her son. But I... I'm, I'm, I, I'm I really wanted. I, I really did want the details of that particular story aired um, because I think there was I do some, some real more negligence in the story that, that okay. addresses that. And I think one of the things that has come from this is there is some positive to it. Okay, as weird as that sounds, did you want to say something? Before? All I was going to say is that the, 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 the these things were dropped voluntarily, and I have to say I think that's the positive: the fact that they don't have to go through a trial. As someone who just recently mm-hmm. did, it you don't get anything out of it. Right. There's no there's no plus. You sit there and you rehash and you rehash and you rehash and you rehash and you hear things you don't want to hear. You hear things you don't need to hear, and in the end, you're still left with that void. I'm glad that. The mother doesn't have to live through that. Mm-hmm. Continue I understand the, that. Continue with the story. Austin's mother, Christine, filed a civil lawsuit against the park in January 2010, saying the monorail manager on duty that night intentionally concealed his whereabouts and did not let employees know he could not see what was going on. She said in court documents that monorail manager David Gilmore masqueraded, quote unquote, as he was in the concourse tower, as if he were in the concourse tower on site. In reality, Gilmore was miles away at a Perkins restaurant off of Disney property, which he admitted in an interview with the NTSB. Christine said Gilmore chose to leave the tower empty and relay commands from a restaurant while not letting the drivers know they were quote-unquote flying blind. Had Gilmore been in the tower, he would have seen that his orders put the pink monorail on a collision course with the purple train piloted by her son. Uh, she also claimed that Disney does not crash test monorail cockpits and it does not build in frames for or bracing to help withstand collisions. In its own filings, Disney said the monorail shop panel operator performs the procedure required to move the switch beams. And that morning of the July 5th accident, the shop operator incorrectly reported the position of the beams. In August 2010, Disney announced changes to its monorail staffing in the wake of the crash. The company said it would hire central monorail controllers to oversee traffic on all monorail tracks. That person's job is to focus solely on watching the trains instead of having other tasks to perform. Prior to the new new position, control of the monorail rotated between a group of monorail coordinators. In 2009, OSHA fined Disney $44,000 for serious safety violations Related to the crash, that fine was lowered to $35,200. So, 
it's clear. This guy wasn't there. Oh, no, there's no question that Disney was at fault. None whatsoever. Um, my, the, the, the haunting, the questions haunted me since this happened. This was in the wake. This was shortly after those massive layoffs. Mm-hmm. And most of what got laid off, of who got laid off at Disney during that period were mid-level managers. And I have always wanted, I don't have any information to support this. I am just, it's something that's always haunted me. Did that have anything to do with this? Did the fact that so many people were taken, taken out of mid-level management so quickly months before this happened because this happened in july and i believe those layoffs were march and april mm-hmm. of that year i'm Did, sorry no one can do their job from a remote location well no absolutely the question is, i'm not i'm, is I'm his saying boss not there to see that he's not there right. was there now a missing level of control where someone should have said hey where are you that is something i've always out. wondered about this story and that was the only reason i was hoping this was going to go to trial so that to see if it, what was going to be aired from that um i don't know a lot about the law but when that title came across and it said dismissed i went like oh and then you read it and they settled, right. settled. Why, why didn't they say they settled it instead of dismissed no dismissed is a because, shocking term well okay. because that's, dismissed dismissed leaves the impression and that's disney's spin machine dismissed leaves the impression that the case was uh that, they dis- won. that, that, that disney won Okay. Basically, that's, yeah, that's where I was. The term is too. the term is correct. The trial. No, the term case. isn't. The, really, the term is incorrect. The term should be case settled, because a dismissed case means it's a case with no merit. That's what I thought. Yeah, and that the that the the judge has dismissed it. Scott, you're. Well, just one more thing. The, the lawsuit was dismissed. That's, that's the thing. Technically, the, out of court, it was settled. So. In the terms of the court lawsuit, it was dismissed right. because they settled outside of the right. court system. Right. right. The lawsuit was dismissed, not the case. The lawsuit was the case. No, her filing a lawsuit against Disney, the lawsuit itself is dismissed. Cause right. That's, what I, that's the case. Her lawsuit is the case. Is that so what she, I'm speaking about. She can't, obviously, she can't go back and open up anything. That's oh, I'll done. tell that's you. Settled. I'll tell you. They've, they've locked her down. She's not allowed. I, I'll yeah. be surprised she can say her son's name in public. Unless something there's something new that comes up. Usually if something new pops up that says something I'll else. guarantee you. I'll guarantee you. There's a gag this is, this is it. This is it. They'll know. Even... No. No. I'll, I'll, I'd be shocked if Disney uh, settled this for anything other than Absolute, complete, this is the end. Anything relating to that boy's death, this is it. This is our settlement. You cannot come back and do anything, regardless of any other circumstances. I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. But still, it's such a, uh, that, that story always bothers me. That, mm-hmm. That's such, so, so sad. Mm-hmm. So sad. He was such a, uh, such a passionate fan of Disney. This was his dream to drive the monorail. He loved driving the and monorail. This is, this is personal negligence. This isn't mechanical mm-hmm. no this, this is was someone made an obvious mistake that could have been avoided and i you know and i do on some level feel bad for the guy the manager who was at perkins oh i do too he has to because he's living that. he's gonna live with this the rest of his mm-hmm. life i don't feel bad for him at all well i mean you know he wasn't doing his job he wasn't doing his job 
Why should he feel... I don't feel bad for him at all. But this is sort of like when you have kids and your kids do something and, and they just go, sorry, and you go, sorry doesn't cut it. Like sometimes you need to realize that what you did means something. And obviously in this guy's case, he's realizing that what he but did going to Perkins was not what he should have done. Also, you know... But he's an adult. He's not absolutely, a child. Absolutely. lesson for him. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, it's not the sort of thing where... I don't know. He I wasn't mean, at Friday's drinking. That would yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there are, there are, there are various levels of craven behavior. I'm like Pete. It's how I feel. <laughs> you know, and I just you know, it's, I I do I do feel for him. I do feel for him that he has to live with this for the rest of his life. But uh, sad story, sad story all around. All right, what else depressing boy? <laughs> Should we take a break? <laughs> yeah, let me let me go let me go get my antidepressants. <laughs> Orange County deputies report man groped girl at Disney Water Park. Oh, for the love of God, John. Can you find anything? (laughs) Investigators said they arrested a man Sunday after he reached into a 14-year-old's bathing suit at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. Yeah, didn't just grab her, tried to pull her swimsuit off. This is according to Orange County Sheriff's Office. Um, Deputies said 41-year-old Omido Ramirez tried to sexually batter the girl in a wave pool around 3.30 p.m. on Sunday, March 27, 2011. The girl told investigators that the man had been watching her for some time before she felt someone pulling at her bathing suit. The girl said she turned around to see Ramirez, who has shoved his hand inside her bathing suit bottoms. The Those victim, waves can get pretty strong. The victim identified the suspects for Typhoon to The victim identified the suspect for Typhoon Lagoon cast members who directed deputies to Ramirez as he was walking towards his vehicle with his family members. Oh, my Lord. Deputies said Ramirez denied touching anyone at the park. Uh, Ramirez was arrested and charged with attempted sexual battery and held on $15,000 bond and ordered on home confinement. Uh, Ramirez is also banned from returning to Typhoon, Typhoon Lagoon. That's I've, disgusting. I've said this before. The reason why um, Typhoon is so attractive to these predators is that wave pool. They use the, these big waves as an excuse, like, oh, I bumped into you. Oh, I fell over. I fell over again. It, it's, well, it's one of those um, sort of – you don't, you don't hear this at Blizzard. They're using I'm it as a tool? It is that what you're Blizzard. saying? They're using it as yes, a tool. Yes, they're using it as you know, a way to – Do you think they use it as a personal excuse? Oh, yeah. I didn't really touch her. Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. I know last night on the news when I was listening to this story, they said the girl reported that, you know, when she went, I guess after it happened, when she tried to turn around and see who it was, a wave hit her in the face. Hmm. So, hmm. you know, she saw the guy, but then at the same time, as soon as she turned around, here comes a wave hitting her in the face. So he, probably so he could get away. You know, he's planning it. Like I mean, that should. wave pool gets pretty crowded. And, you know, if you're in there, you're going to bump into people. But these predators are, are using this as an excuse and as, as a reason to, to touch little ones. And this Ooh. is just one that got reported, right? right. Well, right. But they're, last year there were this a lot This is not reported. the first time this is no. no. well, I know, but I'm know just what saying. Teresa's saying is uh, for this oh, I, one, how yeah. many hundred more do you think there are? Yeah, really. But I think every parent needs to be aware that when you – a son or daughter, when you go to Typhoon, you let them in that wave pool. That you need to let them know, not okay, somebody's going to touch you, but if something, you know, 
Something happens that you don't think is right, let me know right right away. Or don't let your child go in there by themselves. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Where's the Well, teen. But a 14-year-old. Say that to a teen. Yeah, Yeah, but you don't have to be like right next to her, but I'd be in there and I'd be keeping an eye out. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. After I know what goes on. Again, you fall into the Disney bubble. Everyone's safe. Everything's okay. Go and do your thing. And this happens. Yeah, because I'm not sure everybody that goes to Typhoon Lagoon follows the Disney news like we do. You know, they might not even know this is happening. I've said this before. When I worked at um, Typhoon, when Blizzard was closed, I caught a guy um, taking photos of, of this girl. I could see him when I was on my lifeguard stand, just following, following her, taking photos. Walked over to the gift shop, bought another roll of film, and continued. And I called security and come to find out he was a cast member. And they got all the film, and sure enough, all photos of this girl. This little teenage girl. No. Okay, Grace ain't going back to <laughs> make her wear a t-shirt. That's a, that's a that's a question I have to ask now. Do you not let Grace go to Typhoon Lagoon? Do we restrict people from going someplace where this that's might? Like, she's been a couple. I mean, she's sixteen now. Yeah. So she's like, I mean, she's still. You can't control a sixteen-year-old. You can, you know, I can tell her yes, no. You can't go somewhere, and I do. But at some point, you have to trust your child. Yeah. But, but then, this isn't trusting your child. Oh, I know. I understand. But then you yeah. have to trust that she would come to you and say, That's Mom, right. this happened. Yeah. And you know? it's it's scary. I mean, I don't even want them to grow I, up. I don't Just put, like, them. Finley, she wears one-piece swimsuits. Which, which okay, don't well, even go born. there. Yeah. Every child under the age of 10 should wear yes, one piece as I far to- as I'm concerned. Teresa, I totally agree with that. I just don't like seeing little babies or little tiny girls in, in little a tiny piece. It's just, just, okay. That's you're a whole attract- other. Well, you're attracting yeah. attention that you don't want. Yeah. You know, there's pervs out there. Yep. Plenty of them. But it's scary sending them out there, you know, so. All right. Well, unless you want more of the same. No, I think, I think we've had enough. <laughs> yeah. I think we've had enough. Sorry about that. have more? <laughs> there's a couple other stories that weren't great either, but they had to be told. Okay. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for the news, the depressing news. And we'll move on to Rapid Fire, who would like to go first. I do. Oh. Only because I know someone else is probably going to take it. I, we have heard unconfirmed rumors. It's already hit our boards that um, after the fire at uh, the Tiki Birds, that they will be replacing it with the original. That Iago and... Thank God. What's his name? Spago. He was too badly burned it's to come back. Spago. <laughs> uh, well, also, Gilbert Gottfried's not really... You right, know, the <laughs> they're going to take them out. Gilbert Gottfried also lost the Affleck. Right, the easiest job in the world. Uh, Say one word. He was a little too soon with his jokes about Japan. I think I could do the Affleck voice. But <laughs> that's my rumor. That the but I wonder, I wonder if the, the Japan jokes has anything to do with it. I don't it. know. Zazu and Iago, they will be gone. Because you know people are screaming. They are. They're talking to their iPhones or their, their iPad pods. <laughs> iPad pods. I <laughs> They're talking with their eyes. That's it. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Corey. Uh, the schedule for Sounds Like Summer Concert Series has been released. This takes place June 12th through June 30th. July 30th. July. Thank you, Julie. Uh, some of the performers, Hotel California, a salute to the Eagles, Staying Alive, a tribute to the Bee Gees. Ooh. Slippery When Wet, the ultimate Bon Jovi tribute. Little Queen, the music of heart. This How is new. How does that make any sense? I was thinking Queen. Yeah, uh, it was too when I read that. Frontiers, a tribute to Journey. 
Karen Lawson, a tribute to Janet Jackson, to you, a tribute to you too. So Hart's new, Janet Jackson's new. That's so funny. And I think Journey's new. I could be wrong on that. And these are scheduled for 545, 7 o'clock, and 815 at the American Pavilion. I want to go see the BG one. That that sounds interesting. (laughs) I wonder if they're going to have their hair. I wouldn't go if it was the real Bee Gees, let alone a cover Aww. band. <laughs> I like the Bee Gees. The poor Bee Gees. All the Bee Gees are. I've only anymore. seen Slippery When Wet, and they are hilarious. They do wear they, the faux tattoo sleeves. Do they? Yes. Oh, say, oh, yes. Is it about like imitating the band as well as oh, sounding yes. like them? I mean, they even the have that little thing like that them. Richie Sambora uses, that bow, bow, that thing. <laughs> when we did one of the... I don't know what is indigestion of voice. Wait, do it again. <laughs> when we did one of the God tours... what I'm talking about. They, it's like a little Wawa thing? Is that what the little thing is? Yeah. Peter Frampton used to use it. Okay. The vocoder. Oh, yeah, please ask questions to the guy without a mic. Okay, sorry. <laughs> We're sharing That's a mic. great for a, 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 a radio show. Sharing a mic means you hand it to him once in a while. <laughs> when we did one of the tours, they said that all these bands that come have to perform for the artists that they're imitating. And if the artist says that they're good, then they're allowed to do this. I think that's, I think that's part of being a tribute band. Mm. That that's part of it, to get the official title of a tribute band. They sound yeah. just like them. Yeah, I mean, we can't all like, form a tribute band. Exactly. <laughs> we can't? It'd be horrible. It'll be Duran Duran, a tribute to Duran Duran. <laughs> okay. Julie? Okay, 2011, Bats Day in the Fun Park, which is the annual ghoulish goth gathering at Disneyland, will be May 6th through the 8th. Um, I went to their official website. I want Nancy Johnson to go in goth. <laughs> yes, yes, you need to send Nancy, and she's required to, da- to dress in goth. Nancy, I want you in goth. Talk about the opposite of goth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I'm saying. That's going to be funny. Nancy and Wayne Toy go. Oh, my God, I'm in goth. Can you see me in goth? I'm a goth. <laughs> <laughs> we Did love you say you, Wayne Nancy. too? And Wayne, Nancy and Wayne. I think we should send them as Ken, uh, send them as Kent and Vixen. <laughs> you know, it'd be really cool if they were there. But I know they're racing. Whatever. No, they're not racing anymore. I think it's done. <laughs> they're oh, done. Oh, okay. So it's batsday.net, and I visited the website. You know, they have all sorts of like hotel deals and whatever going on, but they have T-shirts that they're selling for like fifteen bucks, and they even have made their own version of Mickey ears. But they have bat's wings instead. Oh, that's cute. It's really cute if you're into that. So I just wanted to let everyone know when Please it was. Please send Nancy Johnson. Oh, we have to. <laughs> now, when is that again? May 6th through the 8th. Oh, and I want pictures. <laughs> Are you going to make a dress She'll up? do it. You know she'll do it. Oh, of course she will. God bless not her heart. Vi- not just pictures. Video. She should bring her. She should interview someone, too. <laughs> Nancy Johnson. Just Goth Nancy. the roving reporter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Julie. <laughs> Kathy. Disney has instituted parking restrictions during the Flower and Garden Festival. Um, it used to be that you could, you know, go up to the guard shack and basically talk your way into the resorts. But the boardwalk, the yacht, and the beach club, um, now you have to either have a key to the world card, you have to be able to prove that you're there for a special event, a wedding, or a conference. Guests with dining reservations, if you're using valet parking, and if you have special needs. So you can't just show up and say, I want to go in and see the resort. If you have a dining reservation, be sure you bring your number with you. They're starting to crack down during these special events now. So so think about that when we tell you, you know, just go tour the boardwalk. You might want to make a reservation so you, mm-hmm. you can park 
are these parking lots getting filled up? Mm-hmm. See, oh, what yeah. some people will do, they'll park at Boardwalk and walk to a okay. World Showcase. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you, get it, you get in for free. And it's pretty convenient, so some people do that. And there's that, is it, which one is it that it's behind the Hess Station? Which, is that the Boardwalk? That's Boardwalk, right? boardwalk. Yeah, you can park there. Without a problem, That's if you're the, trying yeah. to you might as well oh, walk you mean the from the magic the isn't that cast yeah. member parking? Yeah, there's some cast member parking in there also, but you can you could park there if you wanted to. But I'm sure they're keeping an eye on that. So how long until resorts start charging for day parking? Swan Dolphin already does it. Yep. I don't know that I don't see them doing that. I just really see them starting to clamp down on mm. who they allow in. You know, the days of just sort of wandering in or. I think now they've, they've decided that this is going to be an issue for them. This is the first time I've really ever seen them say that they had restrictions. They're learning a lesson they from, must be from getting the contemporary. Complaints, though, the contemporary people. always had a... I was going to say, there's always a there. sandwich board up at those resorts the magic, sign that says... Uh, the Magic Kingdom resorts, especially during the holidays, are tough. Mm-hmm. You can't park uh, at the Grand Floridian, the Poly, or the Contemporary. To uh, You have to prove that you have a dining reservation. Or you have to prove your reason for being there. They'll check, too. They'll look in the computer to make sure you have a dining reservation. As a matter of fact, we did have a dining reservation at the California or at the Grand Floridian, excuse me, and we're told that we had to park in the main parking lot and take the monorail. The hardest well, resort I've ever had getting into was, and this is bizarre, is Caribbean Beach. I went over there to uh, get a menu one time to check the menus, and... The guy all but took a picture of my car. I mean, he was marking down what you know what my whole car looked like. Walked all the way around it. Well, they do take a picture of your car. They well, I, I realize, but yeah. I mean, he was more thorough than normal, which really well. As somebody me. who's talked her way past many guard shacks, yeah, there are um, a few ways to get through. Yeah. Well, you see, now I won't. I, I you know I will not park at the resorts to go into the park. Oh, I won't. But if you have us, a reason if we wanna, to be there, no, I mean, get I, photos or something mm-hmm. new open. We well, no, then I'll just, I just go in and say I'm there to look around. But it, it sort of looks like you're not going to be able to do that now. Yeah. No, I, I, I realize that. Yeah. But I'm just, you know. If, if the resort has a marina, like the Polynesian or the Contemporary, usually they'll let you in if you say you're going to the marina. I mean, don't lie, but if you are, if you need to go there and they're probably gonna if you look. just want to rent the boat or something for the day, let them know that. They're probably going to ask, though, if you, know, if, you, if you have a reservation. Same thing with the, with, with the restaurants. They're going to want to know you have a reservation. But yeah, you know they'll they 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 did this once before where they started doing this. This was years ago, and people flipped out and they had to back off. And it's going to happen again, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes when you're when you're on vacation and you're staying at a moderate or a value, and you want to go see what the deluxes look like, you should be able to do that. You should be able to go over and see a deluxe resort without being told no. Um, and that's gonna it's gonna bite them in the butt. So, mm-hmm. all right, thank you for that, Kathy. Scott, what do you got? Mine is uh, <clears throat> restaurant dot com. I don't know if you guys anybody oh, uses use that. Those. Yep. It's it's awesome. Um, basically, it's a site you can go and buy gift certificates for restaurants at cheaper prices. Um, and they have, I think, every restaurant at the Swan and Dolphin. So they have mm-hmm. Garden Grove, uh, Shula Steakhouse, Kimonos. They also have House of Blues. Um, 
But the big thing is, as of last night, and I just checked today, so hopefully this is current tomorrow, um, if you use coupon code TASTY, T-A-S-T-Y, you get 80% mm-hmm. off. <gasps> so a $25 gift certificate to Garden Grove, which is normally 10 bucks, is now $2. Okay, mm-hmm. and can I just tell you, even at 80% off, Garden Grove is a ripoff. Oh, okay. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Garden Grove is disgusting. I agree. Oh, I went breakfast. One night. I liked it. <laughs> wow, wow! But we it was work Mediterranean night. Yeah, we oh. got to work with you. <laughs> we uh, we brought our agents there on our agent fam trip. That was a mistake. Well, what about kimonos? You like kimonos? Yes. I like kimonos. I've never been in kimonos. Man, me well, you don't. But do now sushi. Il, Il Molino. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, Shula's phenomenal. Even uh, I like the Buffett's, fountain. Even the the fountain's very good. The Buffett, all the rest of them are very good. Blue Zoo's fresh, yeah, fresh Blue is Zoo fantastic. Is Garden Grove, my God! The last time I was there, I vowed I'd never go back. Wow, I'd never go back. We'll skip that. Go to uh, go to Il Molino. Il Molino, <laughs> phenomenal. House of Blues in downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. We used it there. Yeah. Yep. Good well, see, deal. a lot of those restaurants restaurants are pricey, so. Definitely take advantage of these and, uh, these coupons. Yeah, and they all have uh, stipulations, like uh, specifically Garden Grove. It's a minimum of two entrees. Uh, some of them you have to spend at least thirty five dollars, mm-hmm. but you're getting twenty five off. So, um, and again, hopefully this is current tomorrow when this goes up. But but if you sign up for their newsletter, they're I think every day they send you something with a code in there. So just watch, and mm-hmm. I think the best it's ever been is eighty percent. I've never yeah. seen like ninety. Yeah, so check that out. They would have to send me a coupon where they'll pay me to go to Garden Grove. <laughs> Basically, yeah. But like I said, there's you know, there's plenty at uh, there's plenty of restaurants in the Swan Dolphin that are that are excellent. So remember when we did the live podcast and we ate out by the pool that day? Yeah, that was good. I thought that food oh, was cabanas. really good. Yeah, yeah. There, this is what what bothers me is that. Every other eating establishment at the Swan Dolphin is wonderful, whether it's fast food or sit-down. It's, it's the Garden Grove. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. <clears throat> we had a dinner buffet, a buffet there one night. It was right before uh, the last Dizapalooza, so two years ago. And I apologized to my mother for taking it there. I was like, I am so sorry. I had no idea it was going to be this bad. It was terrible. Food was horrendous. So, Teresa's looking horrified over there. <laughs> I'm good. I know. Look, I know we have a relationship with the Swan Dolphin, and you know I love the Swan Dolphin to death. But I'm not going to lie. Right. The food was the food was crap. I've the never food was there. crap. I don't care who we have a relationship with. Oh, they yeah. all know. They they they've worked with me for years. They know who I, how it's I okay. am. It's good. So. It's all good. It's all good. Cool. Okay, you ready for my rapid fire? Yes. You woke the beast. Okay. Um, well, the beast is awake all day today. <laughs> really? Buena Vista Suites. Um, if you book a room now through Dreams Unlimited Travel and travel, book now through April 15th and travel between April 5th and April 13th for at least four nights, you get a $25 Disney gift card. And if you book now through April 15th and travel May 1st through May 26th, and May 30th through June 30th, four to five nights, you get a $25 gift card. Over six nights, you get a $50 Disney gift card wow. with your reservation. That's nice. So a little added perk there. Okay. I'm in the process of buying gift cards for Il Molina as we speak. 
I was just looking at that one. That's great. Sorry. Jason. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're buying gift cards? Off of restaurant.com. Restaurant.com. For El Molina? Oh, oh, okay. I'm thinking garden. Okay, never mind. Well, cool. Are you taking us or for somebody else? No, I'm not taking you. Okay. So you get to go everywhere. Yeah, right. you go to Europe. <laughs> oh, what else? That's really good. What though? else you got for me? <laughs> oh, I assume she goes on dates with Walter all the time to Little Saigon. Why can't she go? Shh, shh, shh. My husband doesn't know about that. <laughs> Does he listen to the podcast? No, he doesn't. Oh, so <laughs> I told him I'm out for business. Oh, you're, you're not cheating, Teresa, or, or are you? Well, I'm dining out without my husband. She just sounded like Beverly Leslie when she said that. I didn't get it. It's for business. <laughs> <laughs> so, Buena Vista Suites doing uh, gift, gift cards? Gift cards, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pete. Book now through April 15th. I'll book them next as soon as I'm done okay. gift cards. Cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> That'll do it for Rapid Fire. Well, at least nobody died or was found missing um, <laughs> in uh, Rapid Fire. Found so. missing. <laughs> you know what I mean. Do you want me to find one? No, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it won't take long. John, I think he has some sort of weird app on his phone, like you know, miserable. Finally, the most depressing stories find imaginable. Well, again, I, you know what new stories you want me to do? Family rides, teacups, has fun. Yes, I mean, <laughs> once in a while, it wouldn't kill you to throw one of those in. Yeah, really. Where do you? Is there some special place you accumulate all this stuff, or is just? You find something bad? And Depressinggaze.com. <laughs> Sad gaze. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, that will do it for Rapid Fire, and that'll do it for this segment of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, for those not familiar with our show, we break it up into, into individual segments now. Uh, so we have our news and Rapid Fire in one segment, and we do our individual topics in separate segments and we're doing a facebook to facebook show this week as well as our disneyland team doing another uh, one of their disneyland shows so we've got a lot for you this week we hope you enjoyed it and we will be back with you again next week with another episode of the dis unplugged thanks for listening and remember if i can get my audio to play there we go remember stay out of the damn lakes